okay, so I'm awakened early this morning. It's about five thirty. I think I was. I've been up for at least an hour now, and I prayed before getting on here because I knew that you know before I did anything, I should pray and read the Bible. And all I know is I was asleep. Actually, I want to talk about what happened in the middle of my sleep hours before. So, hours before, I was battling whether praying is even working. I prayed a father's prayer and over and over and over again. And after that encounter with, you know, it's the people from the vision or the guys from the vision that I talked about where they were pointing to the chalkboard that said reborn covenant and they kept waking me up like stop falling asleep, wake up. And I used to fall asleep in class growing up a lot. So it was like that. And I saw them. And they were just like, you know, kind of like making fun of me a little bit again. Just joking. And they were talking about how my prayer, you know, it's not doing anything. It's just repetitive. And that's that's like another, you know, reminder I've gotten. Because earlier this week... I was praying the Father's Prayer over and over again. They were like, doesn't mean nothing. Doesn't, you know, you're not doing anything. You're just repeating it. And I'm just like, I got to trust what I know. That God hears me no matter what. Even if maybe I can't feel that it's moving him like it once did. It still matters. It counts. And plus, it's the only comfort I have right now with All of this, you know, spiritual warfare, our only comfort I have when I can't do anything else is just to pray over and over and over again. So I pray over and over again, and I'm just fighting the thought or the feeling that it don't matter. And as I'm falling to sleep, I hear SBA, meaning the you know, business loan, and all I know is, you know, I I just start immediately, my mind goes to how they were trying to bribe me with that loan. I filled it out for my business, but I don't believe I otherwise would have gotten it because I never get anything when it pertaining to those kind of things. I think that has a lot to do with the generational curse on our family financial hardship but all I know is you know I start hearing like you know I start just thinking like you know which ones that I filled out I filled out one and it was for almost $40,000 and I filled out one and it was for $10,000 And, you know, none of these loans I actually got 
But all I know is, you know, I was just praying and kind of in and out of sleep and trying my best to just build up uh, the spirit, my spirit with God, the spirit of God in me, around me. And that's when I heard... like a bribe bribe me with the money excuse me for a split second I contemplated like taking the money but it's not about taking the money because I filled out the application for them it's about you know the intent behind it if I would be accepting this money as a bribe and for the split second that I even contemplated it all I know is it's like somebody was something was on me and immediately it was like wait what I think I heard you accept that money over me you would take money over me and then push me away and was like no, get off me. And mind you, I'm in my room alone. Nobody's here. You know, I like to believe that when I'm praying, I'm going to bed and I'm, you know, I feel alone and stuff. I'm with God. I'm with Jesus. That's it. So then is it Jesus that was like, get off me? But no, why would it be Jesus? Because Jesus would have known my heart. Jesus would have known that. I would never take money as a bribe for the kind of, you know, thing that's going on here. Or just period, really. But because when is bribing people with money ever about anything good or anything passable? But there are circumstances in this world. But regardless, you know, Jesus wouldn't know my heart. So, I don't know if that was Jesus. Because Jesus does know my heart. And Jesus would have known that I would never take the money. I would never take money as a bribe for anything. I want to say period because that would be a lie. Because, like I said, circumstances exist. But I would never take money as a bribe over circumstances like this. And honestly, I want to say period because... Like I said, which circumstances aren't questionable, but you never know. Like, let me give an example. I don't want to say that I would ever take a bribe, but I want to give an example of a bribe that I felt like is, you know, not necessarily, you know, bad. Like bribing you out of a business, maybe. Like, I want you to walk away from this business, and maybe you don't want to be in a business anymore anyway, so you get bribed out of it. Or, you know, it's it's many circumstances. I'm not about to go down the list. But 
all I know is like I would never take it for something like this. Like, this is my faith. This is spiritual warfare. And I know that I'm dealing with Satan and witches and demons and wizards and warlocks. I know that's what I'm dealing with. I'm dealing with, you know, fighting for good. So absolutely not would I never would I ever take the money. And honestly, I don't feel like I'll ever take money anyways ever again after everything I've seen. For anything. It's not important to me. But this thing, whatever happened, you know... It made somebody push for me. When they pushed for me, you know, I heard different individuals like, Aha, see, I told you this is her character. And I just feel like, you know, I feel like a lot of things. Like, what's going on that I'm not necessarily aware of? Like... What is going on that, you know, I'm not picking up on? Because it's the narrative that, you know, they be a young boy and the money on y'all thing. And I did hear money on y'all's voice pertaining to the money. Just like I said a few days ago, I heard her say 20 mil, something like that. And I did hear the narrative of, she did. She is the one who said 2 million, 2 million in 2020. So I did hear the narr I do hear the narrative that she's bribing me, you know, to give in. Kinda of trying to pay me to give in, but I'm like, what is she paying me for? Is she paying for my paying me for my soul so that I'll bow down to Satan? Is she paying me to walk away from this prophecy that God has told me? About her being a demon witch and her dying, coming down at the end of this, at the end of this fight, her, you know, is her demise and everybody being released from her wicked rule. Is she paying me to walk away from that? I believe that more than anything. Or is she paying me to walk away from and be a young boy? Because it feels like that's the narrative that's being pushed, you know. As I said, one day I was, you know, waking up and I heard, no, I understand because he is a king with an eye. And then I hear different narratives being pushed like, you know, that he's the one who's fighting for me and helping me. And that he's like a king here, I guess. I don't know. This is why most people don't like me. But then I have the vision of him showing up and it looking like our entire lives flash before our eyes. And like we've known each other our whole lives. And like we're like meant to be together, destined for each other. And then I also have the vision of my future. And he fits the silhouette of the man that was in the car when I had the ring on my finger. And also, kind of like characteristics about him seem like they fit, if I do know him at all. But what I don't believe and I don't understand is a few things. Much less how people act when I actually accept or feed into that. Oh, yeah, it is him, you know. Then everybody, you know, it's a whole bunch of, like, 
jokes and they're laughing at me, teasing me, you know, playing with my mind like, that's not him, that's your mother, that's your brother, da 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 And then you'll hear him off in the crowd like, why would I ever want to be with you? You know, who wants you? Why, why would you think it would, you know, I'm with such and such, like, you know, and it looks like he's hugging on her and kissing on her and kind of like laughing and pointing and stuff. You know, trying to make me look bad. And now I get to the point I don't even consider it because I'm just like, also, that's not the only reason why. Because like I said, much less people's opinions. You know, another big thing is that, you know, when he showed up, he put his forehead to my forehead and he cried. But I don't believe it because if he's really king here and got so much power of control he could have stopped what was happening and I immediately thought that and God said you know actually he set this up he put you in this you know situation and now he's trying to come make it look like he's your knight in shining armor but I'm really like Jesus is my only knight in shining armor in this situation I don't have anybody. I cannot trust anybody. And then I also talk, I also talked about a week ago, maybe two weeks ago, that I was praying and I heard, you know, I was just felt like I was in some room or something and some demon talked to me, said something, something, something. And all I know is I heard myself say, cry and break down and say, it doesn't matter, you know, you're not going to be able to, you're not going to win or you're not going to be able to, you know, I pretty much, because he said, I think he may have said something pertaining to you, me, I, me being defeated in this battle, me not coming out, like him ultimately, you know, being able to use everybody against me and me not having enough spirit you know, or just like me, you know, being killed or taken down this battle. And I said, it doesn't matter because ultimately you don't win. And that's referring to revelations. He's going into the bottomless pit where the smoke goes up forever and ever. So it doesn't really matter what you do to me at the end of the day. If I die for Christ, I die for Christ. But you are going to the bottomless pit. That's that's just what that is. So I think that's what I said. That's the only way you can ever get him to shut up. Because the thing is, he is a liar. But he has a lot of times, you know, power over this world. So maybe he will defeat me. Maybe I won't survive this. Maybe everybody around me with their plans and their intent on murdering me and sacrificing me. Maybe they succeed because I'm not perfect. It's a lot of things I should be doing I'm not doing. Maybe they do. You know, I'm not the, a perfect Christian. Maybe if I was and I feel confident, that's never going to happen. But the fact is to remember that maybe you do die in this situation. Maybe he does prevail over you. The Bible says in Revelations, he will prevail over the saints. In the last days, we're going to die. But, you know... Full confidence in God, though, because it also says and states that that's exactly when Jesus comes back and kills the serpent. So that's written in, you know, that's in the Bible, so it's going to happen. And 
you know, that's not even me doubting that God will protect my life and keep my life. It's just if maybe that is the case and you might be, you know, maybe that's true. I do die, but I will have died for Christ. I will have died sticking up for Jesus. I will have died, you know, never bowing to Satan and never selling my soul. And that's okay with me because I'd rather die never selling my soul and bowing down to Satan than bowing down to Satan and stay alive because you don't live long and you're going to hell. So at least I have a chance at heaven by then. But, you know, regardless of whatever it was that said, was said, I don't remember. I just remember my response. Like, you're not going to be able to win, though. And I was crying and I heard him say something and it's like his words. It's like I heard a deep voice, but it's not really words. It's just like we understand it, though. It might be like demonic tongues or something or just like a like it's in the spirit room. It's almost like they're not even talking like they're just putting thoughts in your mind or something. But all I know is he said something to them and everybody in unison said, we got you. Like hell, Satan. And all I know is like I heard everybody there. It was NBA Young Boy. It was my sister. It was my brothers. It was my mothers. My all everybody. They all was like, "We got you." And I realized that they all said, "We got you." As you know, like we'll help you. We're all gonna help you kill her. We're all gonna help you. You know continue to help you tear her down but I have Jesus you know I don't worry about that like I said even if they do prevail over me you know their future is not looking bright they're on the wrong side so you know I find it very hard to believe that this is about him Maybe that's something that they want me to believe. They're pushing that narrative, but I don't believe it. That being said, you know, they tried to drag that out for a while. And I just kept praying and doing my best to focus. But I noticed that it was really hard for me to get the Spirit of God once this happened. So I felt like maybe somebody is helping me. Because why as soon as they pull away, I feel like it's harder for me to focus. But I can't believe that either because God is telling me don't believe that. Focus. You know, they're just trying to distract you. And they're just trying to, you know, keep you from praying to sleep. Because I pray in my sleep. And they don't want me to be praying all night in my sleep. So that's what's an attempt to do that, to distract me from it, whatever. Nevertheless, you know, who really knows what it's about? You know, I know what it's about. It's about God. But who really knows, you know, with this situation? Because maybe they are helping. God did say revise the people. So it might be some people who are helping by now. And then maybe not. Maybe that's exactly what I thought that was. You know, the people that I heard were all people that I know. Or have grown to know. And a few other people I don't. But 
most of the people who are fighting for God, I don't know. I know now, but I haven't known my my entire life. So, you know, I realize, you know, I recognize their voices, I believe, but it weren't, it wasn't them. It wasn't them. So God has shown me in a vision and on a podium, you know, dressed modestly, a humble attitude, completely different, you know, 100% obedient with a group of men behind me awake. We were woke. We knew who we were standing in front of the chosen people, the holy nation. And it was millions. And I believe that these people that I talked about in the previous episode that I feel supports me are those men. I believe that they are. It may not look like that now because we have to trust the process. But that's what it is. Satan looks like he's winning now. Only because, you know, of the sin and the process. So, that being said, I go to sleep. Praying, of course. And all I know is I wake up to, like, in and out of a vision and I see a few actors. Actors. And these actors... You know, it seems like they are good, a little good, or doing something good, or maybe just, it just, it feels like it's a good thing. And so, all I know is it looks like they're, like, breaking something, like, something is moving in the spirit. This has happened a few nights where I'm praying throughout the night as I sleep. And I realized, like, it's a reminder that these prayers are working. I am being heard. God does hear me. I can never let nobody convince me to stop praying because no matter how they say it's just annoying, it doesn't work, or it's just repetitive, it's not working, it's working. God hears me. He loves me. I know God loves me anyways. I know he does, you know. And I love him so much, you know, even more, despite, you know, the persecution I face and things that I go through, like knowing that I don't have any, you know, knowing that I'm, you know, around people who are bowed down to Satan and vowed to destroy me, knowing that, you know, I'm just in this situation, knowing that I'm, you know, I know my worth. I know that God loves me. He would never want me to be treated like this by people who claim to love me or I thought loved me or I love. And still I'm in this situation. And I'm being abused mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. But... All I know is I trust God. I know him. I know that I know that he's going to bring me out. I know that he's here with me. I know that when everybody is doing their best to convince me that he has abandoned me, he'll never leave me. He's always here and he will protect me. So 
all I know is, you know, I give him all the glory, all the honor, all the praise, no matter what I see, no matter what's going on around me, no matter what narrative they try and push and how they try to brainwash me or convince me to put my, you know, to depend on anything other than God. I just depend on God. So I hear my brother and my brother says, no, because I think he said no, because you're going to try to keep my son away from me. And I hear six. I think he'll be, he'll be about six or seven this year. Seven, I think. But um, all I know is, no, actually, I think it'll be eight this year. But all I know is um, I heard him say, I'm too young. I'm too young to go to jail for the rest of my life. But it looked like he was about to, it sounded like he was about to break or go crazy or just do something, you know, really reckless. He's done this before and he got locked up for some time. But I just immediately, you know, like put my trust in the Lord because I know that a lot of this stuff is a distraction of Satan. He's sowing calamity wherever he can. Even if I never find out that he's doing these things and it's not just to get my attention or distract me, he is still sowing calamity wherever he can in my family. And eventually it will get to me, but maybe it's not for it to get to me. Maybe he doesn't necessarily care if it does. Regardless, I'm praying for my family. And then I hear my mother saying like kind of agreeing that he's going to go to jail and then when I hear that I, I start to pick up on things I start to put some things together and I say you know so you know they are watching my whole family and just his show of emotion kind of made me a little hopeful like we can we can overcome this situation like but at the same time I can't allow you know his show of emotion to distract me from what God has already shown me that if I go and do anything or if I go and handle things differently I will be completely you know avoiding or walking away from what is most important I can go do anything I want. The door is open. You know, I can go and walk around in this world and pretend like it's normal and like nothing's happening right now. But God has already shown me what my purpose is and what he wants me to do. And I'm doing my best to live in it, even if I contemplate doing it every day. You know, going to go do something else to feel like I'm moving on my life. But I never will be really moving on my life. The only way I can move on in my life is how God has shown me I can move on in my life because Satan has an agenda on me and my family's lives and this entire city of Houston that he wants me to walk away and go do something else. And he wants me to not take God with me. So I can't do that. So I do my best to focus on God. And 
as I'm focusing on God, I realize it's a few distractions. You know, they're still trying to force the NBA Young Boys, you know, narrative on me. And if I feed into it even a little bit, they send my sister as a demon to come and start lying to me in my ear. And this goes back to what God showed me a few years ago. I was begging God, God, please. What is it that, you know, is going on? What, why are, why am I so irritated? What is this? And I just beg God, God, please help me. Show me what's going on. Like, I need you. And God showed me her, my sister, as a big female demon in my ear lying, whispering to me lies. And when I came to, she was standing in front of me. And she was stuck like she saw me. And I couldn't believe it at the time because I saw a demon. But when I opened my eyes, I saw my sister standing in the exact position. Except she was just standing there, frozen for a second. And then I remember her just moving forward. You know, like, at first she was stuck and she was frozen for a second like she saw me. And she knows me, but then she started lying to me in spiritual form again and started saying, you know, um, you didn't see what you see. That's not your sister, you know, this is not happening. But immediately I just prayed to God and said, God, please, please save her. Please let me save her. Please let me save her. Please let me save her. And I just prayed really hard for her. And eventually, a year later, he actually delivered her of that demon. But if she's being sent back out on me every single time, she's back into it. She's still doing the same thing. And I don't understand how that's possible. But a few things I realized, you know, as long as I'm here fighting for God, she cannot do anything, you know, outside of. You know, I can stop her. I can stop her now. He's given me the power to do that. In a way, she doesn't really have real power to do things. She never had real power to do things. All false power. You know, even who's sending her out doesn't have real power. But I guess based off of certain rules... Or things, they said, I set the rules. I remember them saying that months ago, you set the rules. And I never set any rules. That's the, that's just their way of trying to, you know, maneuver around doing what they're supposed to do. They're always trying to find, they're liars. liars. They're always trying to find deceitful ways to still be wicked. But I never set any rules. And I kept, you know, denying and revoking every single time they try to say you're setting the rules i never agreed to it i never agreed to it every time they're like so is this one of the rules i'm just like every single time god is like pay attention to me focus on me and every single time he would never allow me to give them an answer or accept or agree to anything so i know that i never set any rules but they're just you know they're liars so they're going to do that that type of stuff anyways and there's consequences to that but 
God is, you know, he is calling me to be very patient with her and my family and everybody involved. Because as I said, they're underneath a demon which is wicked rule. They are being controlled. And it's very evident because she's always sent out, you know, pertaining to something this demon wish told her to do. And a lot of times, a lot of days, I have to expose that she's being controlled as well as anybody else that is, you know, coming after me. But I have to fight all day, every day anyways, because sometimes they just do not care. Some people are just so attached to their sin, and I may be one of those because I have backslid, but I choose God. Some people just so attached to their sin, they don't even want to choose God. They don't even want to be with him. And God sent me here on a mission to revise the people. He never said if I would actually be able to. He just said that he has, he really hopes that this can work out. That's what God said. And he said that, you know, he is, it's not the last chance that he's given them, but that they are like, I don't want to say, I don't want to use, I don't want to speak for him, but. It just sounded like he was saying that they're, like, on thin ice with him. Like, he's sending me to revise the people. And if they don't, he didn't say what was going to happen. But it just doesn't sound like he has too much more patience for what's going on here. So, I don't know. And I can't call it. So, I don't want to sound like I'm just not hopeful for them. Because I am. It's just... That he immediately, when he told me, this is before I knew anything about the situation or before I even got here, he said that it's really bad. Really bad. And I I had no clue. I was like, it can't be that bad. But, yeah, I got here and I found out how bad it truly is, you know? They worship Satan, and they are well aware of these demonic celebrities that are um, selling their souls to the devil and controlling whole regions with satanic power, and they do not care. They don't care. Now, I know it's a majority of people who are not going to really care or take God seriously. But I've never seen an entire city that is well aware of a celebrity that sold their soul to the devil and they're just okay with that. Oh no, we're okay with you being a devil worshiper. We're okay with you selling your soul to the devil and we're okay with you kind of like doing whatever you want to do here with your wicked ways. No, I've never seen that happen before until now. So yeah, it's bad, but God said revise the people, and he sent me here, you know, to take down this demon witch. I'm a demon hunter. They have been watching me since I, since I got here. 
since I said flare, they've been watching me. I was reminded earlier of what happened a few years ago, maybe in like 2017. What happened was, you know, my sister and her boyfriend. I was, I was at her house, her aunt's house, and I was walking, about to walk right through the door of her room. And all I know is we were snapped into a vision. We were snapped into the spiritual realm. And what happened was, you know, her and her boyfriend started approaching me and drawing closer and closer, taking steps and steps closer closer to me. And they were really sexually perverted. And they were really trying to, like, they were trying to entice me. But they're really trying to control me and force me. They they tried to force my will to be sexually attracted to them to have a threesome. And I'm like, with my sister? But even more, I don't know you. And why would she ever feel like that was okay? It was like oh, so many things wrong with that. But immediately I was just like, no, that's not me. That's not me. That is nothing. I, I would never do that. I am not attracted to my sister nor her boyfriend, and I would never have a threesome, ever. I would never do any of this stuff. This is really wicked and sexually perverted, and it's straight out of hell, straight out of kingdom of Satan to ever have something like that forced on you. You know it's satanic, so immediately I pray, God, protect me, God, protect me, and this has happened to me before with my brother and my sister, years before that I forgot about. But I prayed to God, I said, God, what to do, what to do? He said, what did you do before? And before I asked him, he said, you can do anything you want. Blow it up. Blow them up. And they started to approach me. And I kept trying to tell them, no, 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 no. And kept trying to push them away from me. But they kept approaching me and they weren't taking no for an answer. So I said, I have no choice but to blow them up. That's the only way I got them away from me before. Cause it gets to the point where they're telling you what they're trying to do. You feel what they're trying to do. But then they start to try and force your will to want to do it too. So you start feeling yourself, start feeling like, you know, I do. I, I do want to have a threesome with my sister. Like, what? And I'm like, that's not me. What? So I start panicking because... You can force my mind. You can force me to do stuff. God doesn't even force my will. So to have that kind of power that you can force me to do things, despite me knowing who I am, man, I flipped. So I just start. I just thought of a bomb, a big, big bomb. And I blew us all into three, di- three different directions. And when I did that, you know, I came to. I snapped out of it, and I saw them both standing in front of me in the same positions that they were in. It's kind of like a triangle, which reminds me of the Illuminati. But this happened long before this stuff ever starts showing up, but it shows me that it's all a part of witchcraft. <clears throat> but all I know is I had been feeling watched for years, and then this happened too. And when I came to, I looked at them, and they were like, my sister was backing off for me like she didn't want to be touched and she was like kind of like don't touch me like I'm not your sister I'm not anything to you like 
what? And then I was like looking like, wait, like they they saw that. That wasn't just all in my mind. And I was just like, it's okay. It's the right thing to do. <laughs> I swear, I was not thinking like they were harmed because they're standing right in front of me. And I thought that was just my mind. I thought it was all in my mind. Like, I know I've been dealing with this stuff since I was a kid, but I didn't know anybody else was ever affected outside of me. I thought this was all my own thoughts. But God's been confirming a lot of things. And he told me this years ago, this stuff was going to start coming into the natural. And everybody was going to know who I am. But, you know, when I looked at her, she was like, don't touch me, you know, standing up. And I was like, what happened? Why? Why don't you want me to touch you? Like, we had a plan to go to Vegas and everything. And I'm just like, are we still good? Like, am I about to take a flight home? Am I about to go home? What's going on? And she and him at the same time looked at each other, then looked at me and said, in their minds, you just blew us up. And I was just like, wow. In my mind, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. They saw that. They That happened for real. Wow. And I was mind blown. Because I was like, that that happened in our that happened in my mind. How were you there? You were really there. So that was really you trying to do that. And then at the same time, like, if I blew you up, then why are we okay? We standing right in front of each other. So to me, I don't feel like nothing's wrong with it. Because if I blew you up, it wasn't you. You right here. And God told me to do that. Like, maybe I have a, a unique way of doing things. I could have done anything. I could have. I tried different things. This happened to me before, years before. Her and my brother stood outside my door. And they both started to approach me in, like, a sexual, like, forceful way. And they tried to force my mind to thinking that I was attracted to them sexually. And when that happened, I was like, God, what do I do? God, what do I do? Please protect me. God, please protect me. And... God was like, um, you can do whatever you want, you know? So I tried to, I tried to think really hard, like, this is not me. This is not you. Stop. Go away. Don't do it. But they kept moving forward, forward, forward. And the closer they got, the more they tried to change my mind and force my will. So I tried to have a vision of them being pulled away from me and being pulled off of me, like with ropes, but that didn't work. So I was like, what can I do really quick? Because it's happening so fast. And I felt it, like, closing in on me. So I just thought to blow them all up. Because God said, blow them up. So I blew them up. And they all blew in opposite direction away from me. But also, I want to add that when I blow them up, I also add to the vision that we get up and we're okay, but we are ourselves. Like, after we get blown away... We get up and we're okay, but we're ourselves. That's what I add to the end of it. I don't just blow us up because I, I want us to be okay. But also at the same time, not understanding like that we're not okay. This is not real, right? It's just a thought in your mind. And I didn't realize that people was like looking back on how far, how far long ago that was. I was around 15 when that happened almost 16 when that happened and thinking back on that like 
that's how long they've been having witchcraft on me. That's how long they've been dealing in witchcraft. And so it's been a long time, and I don't think they ever would have told me that they were doing witchcraft. I don't think they ever would have told me what they were dealing with. Then I think back on times where, like, different people just showed up in my life that admitted to witchcraft and kind of told me what it was possible to do and how I walked away. God showed me that vision back in my memory, and I was walking into the light. It was a it was a bright day, but it was the, the sun was setting. And when I walked away from that witchcraft that day, at the this guy told me he killed somebody with it. When I walked away from that, and I decided to break it off with this person, and I decided to, you know, break it off with him because I, you know, can't be with somebody who worships Satan. You know, I trust God. I, I choose Jesus. You know, I can't have it around me. It's a bad influence, and it's, and that stuff rubs off on you. Anybody around you participating in witchcraft, if you accept them knowing that they do that, you are going to face the consequences as well. You are going to be automatically added into whatever consequences that come back on them, and that's coming back no matter how long it takes. So I was like, no. And I prayed about it. I prayed to God, and I asked my mother, and she said, you should do what you think, you know, is right. Looking back, her response was not what I expected it to be. I thought she was going to say, absolutely not. You know, get rid of him and pray. But she was more like, you should do what you think is best. And to me, I feel like that was a admission that she had been dealing with witchcraft as well. And I know that now for sure. But, you know, it's amazing how all this stuff comes into play. It's amazing how all these things exposing themselves years later. And, you know, I was told that because the, the one of the most tragic things that happened to me in my life was due to witchcraft. So I think they did that to me. And that's also what's going on right now while they're trying to kill me to keep that from getting out. So that, you know, they don't have to deal with the consequences of what they did years ago. And I heard God say... They were trying to leave you out of it. They were trying to leave you out of it. And I'm like, in reality, praise the Lord, because leave me out of that. Every time, leave me out of it. But I think that God meant it in a way like they were trying to leave you out of, you know, out of it, out of witchcraft. But just like they were trying to leave you out, period. Like they were just trying to forget about you. And... For me, I feel like that kind of means, like, whatever they was planning to do moving forward in their lives, they was planning to go off and do whatever with witchcraft, but they was trying to kind of, like, count me out of the entire family. But, as I said before, if if it was witchcraft, it don't have nothing to do with the Lord. I'm grateful that they left me out of it for so long. But I realized that God showed me that they didn't leave me out of it because they just wanted to leave me out of it and nobody liked me. Well, yeah, nobody liked me, but they left me out of it because they know I would never participate in it. And part of them must have known who I was the whole time. And so they all left me out of it. 
because they knew that I would be the one to tear it all down. So now God is like, time's up. You know, everything y'all did to her over the years that she wasn't aware of, everything that y'all are responsible for, all this witchcraft y'all been y'all been participating in, y'all are all going to repent and bow down to God, or y'all are going to face the consequences because it's a reason why she's not she's the only one who hasn't done it with you guys. And that's because she's going to be the one to tear it all down. And so that does answer the question of why God chose me as his vessel. But that also doesn't automatically answer the question for me. Because as I said, I feel that we all have qualities that could have, you know, pulled us more towards God rather than Satan. Even despite them doing this for years before I've even known about it. You know, I was born you know, with these abilities, and so are they. God showed me when I was 12 years old that we all had power, all of us. Every Each and every single last one of my brothers and sisters were born with power. And so clearly Satan's using them for that, but he's trying to get mine. He wants me. He wants my soul. And that belongs to God, and God's been doing nothing but building me up, training me up, making me stronger, and pouring more power into me. And I will be, I don't even want to curse, but it's not happening. He he will not, he will not take this power from the kingdom of God to the kingdom of Satan. He will not. So I'm trusting God, I'm depending on God, and I love him so much, and he's requiring this of me. He needs this from me because he always gives in to my requests but not this time he reminded me again yesterday but I know I kind of feel I got a feeling why I kind of know why he also wants me to do this because I was also reminded earlier today or yesterday I heard somebody say no I agree with you when you said that you know um when God saw this demon witch, he said, I got somebody for you. You think you're big and bad, like you can actually battle God? No, you're not going to ever battle God. You're not on that level. But I do have somebody who's perfect for this fight for you. And you ain't even going to win that. So I love how God is because he knows you. He knows your characteristics and he always gives you, he always assigns you perfectly because he's perfect. So I feel like God saw this individual's attitude and how they deal with things, you know, used to get in their way and, you know, kind of like spoiled and feeling self-righteous a little, feeling like, you know, I got, I'm, in, I'm, I'm within jurisdiction to judge what's right or what's wrong or who should do what, or like they feel like they that guy, excuse me, they that person. But they not. And so God saw me and said, you are, though. Because I made you that person. Or you will be. Because I'm going to make you that person by the end of this. So God said, you know, I'm not going to speak for God. But I feel like personally this person was pretending to be somebody that they're not. And it don't look like they're pretending because they're using Satan's power to make it look like it's real. They're pretending to be the truth. They're pretending to be so real. And they're pretending to be so, you know tough and you know legit 
and they not legit. And God said, I got somebody who each and every single area that you're pretending to be actually is that way. And I got here. I showed up and they knew it was me from the jump. So they must have noticed, you know, that. But also I remember, and this has been on my heart a lot lately, in 2020, them coming to me and kind of saying like, you really that person for real. You are so real. You are so real. And that's everything this person pretends to be real, but they fake. And when faced with the truth, which is I'm the truth, well, God's the truth, and I'm and he's made me the truth. You know, when faced with the truth, they were like, to everybody else, they like, they want to make everybody else believe that I'm fake or I'm just not this and I'm just not that. They spend all their time, all day trying to prove that I'm not somebody, that I'm somebody I'm like I'm not who the, who I am. Like I'm faking it. This is not real. They can't believe their eyes. I can't believe I'm shocked that this is real. This is really happening, and you really you. But yeah, I exist, and also only because of God, of course. You would exist too. It's because of God. But um, I remember in 2020 them coming to me and saying to me, "I want to trade lives with you." I want to have, I want to be you and you can be me. And they thought that I would trade because they thought that they must have known I was like, at that point, I don't know if they knew I was real because how you want to be me because I'm real, but you really think that I want to be you and you not. But it ain't even about you being real. Just why would I, how would I be real and not want to be exactly who I am? That's real. Why would I want to be somebody else? How am I real if I want to be somebody else? But that's what it that's what comes with pretending to be something you're not you don't understand you know what it takes to actually be that you know and that's why it's, it's always good to do the work and actually be that person because it's always going to come somebody around that actually is that person if you don't do the work and it's always going to be embarrassing because you're going to be exposed standing next to them if you wear i don't even want to i don't even want to you know compare this to any type of materialistic thing but anything fake standing next to the real thing is exposed period no matter what it is but this person said to me you always grew up poor and I guess this person rich I always grew up rich you always wonder what it's like to grow up rich and I always wanted to be real I always wanted to be you know know what it's like to really struggle and know what that's like to you know come out like you and they always thought that they was, but they wasn't. So they said, I'm going to trade with you. I want to trade lives. And I was like, no, I don't want to be you. I never want to be that rich that bad that I would trade lives. I mean, honestly, who never thought about it when they was a kid? I trade lives with a rich person in a minute, you know, just so I can have whatever I want or grow up in a mansion or drive in limos and have millions of dollars. But I grew to appreciate my circumstances, and I grew to appreciate God because of my circumstances. So, no, I do not want to be you. I I learned that, you know, I have to be grateful for what I have, and I can have anything I want to have in this life with God, and I don't want you. I don't want that. So, this person has been trying to switch bodies with me ever since. They're trying to steal my body. They said, I'm going to steal your life because I want to live your life. I want to be you. They try to trade with me, and every year, every so often, you hear them in the in the spirit realm talking about. Um, 
I want your body. I'm going to have your body. And they're learning how to be me. They're trying to learn how to be me, thinking that they're going to walk away with it. And they place something in my body. I think it is this individual inside of my body right now, you know, trying to steal my body. But that also goes along with, you know, trying to be something you never, you haven't been built up to be. But I think the only reason God is allowing this so that I can show this individual the different qualities about myself. And so this individual can be that person in their own life, you know, teach them something. But, you know, this person is just more focused on really just still in my life. And it's amazing because I never thought anybody would ever want to have struggled like we have and going through the things I've gone through and, you know, never thought nobody would have ever wanted to, you know, trade lives with me. I ain't going to say never. I've experienced that before. But... So I talked about in a previous episode how I said, no, I don't want you or you. I don't want to be you and I don't want you. And now I kind of feel like maybe this got something to do with that money I in your young boy situation. Because it feels like they're trying to make it seem like he's in love with me. And she wants to steal my body. So maybe it's like, really he in love with her. So, or me I don't know so maybe it's like he wants me to trade bodies with her and they both get what they want she gets to be me and live my life and he gets to be with her but me inside her body I guess but if this ain't just like get out and just with black people that lost their minds you know but I trust God. You know, I don't want to be nobody. Somebody else might be like, you crazy. Take that. You should take that deal. Like, um, no, I think I'd rather stay in the body I was born in. And plus, you know, they trying to take everything I built up with God. Like, it ain't even about this body. You can have a body. You not about to take my future with God. You not about to take my, you know... You're not about to take everything I built up in God. You're not about to take my love. Like, you're not about to take my love for God away from me. You're not about to take that. Like, God would never approve. You cannot worship two gods. That's what the Bible say. God would never approve of me using witchcraft to switch bodies with somebody. I would never be able to still worship God after that. That's crazy. No, you got to go. And... You know, I got everybody around helping this person. I even heard them one day saying, this person was like, okay, I'll just go. I'll just leave y'all lives. And I heard them saying, no, don't go. We don't want her. Like, we hate her. We don't care what happened to her. You stay. So, I see my family consumed with the idea of money and power. But I got money and power in the kingdom of heaven. I don't care if I ever see it here. And I ain't giving that up for nothing or nobody. So we, they just going to have to all fight me then. And that's what they've been doing. So I'm going to keep trusting God. It's not like this is going away anytime soon. It's been two years now.